0: in the way we run a business, in our everyday lives. We are creative all the time. Let's talk about how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally right now on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Larissa Russell of Creative You. Welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Today, I have with me John Robson of higherawareness.com. For the first 20 years, John was a high-tech product development engineer, taking products from concept to high-volume production. He hired and worked with over 100 engineers that needed the same help as he did, so learning and applying problem-solving, creativity, and communication skills was a focus of his. In 1980, he was awakened, taking Master Key, a program that, about consciousness that showed him the power of intuition and ways to enhance it. He learned ancient wisdoms and universal laws and how humanity evolves. He never looked back as he bought every personal and spiritual growth book and course that he could get. After researching and applying intuition and consciousness, John started teaching about consciousness in all areas of life and especially in our soul journey. He created 30 spiritual development programs and is now working towards being more of a thought leader and working on new ways new times as we participate in the evolving edge of consciousness. So welcome, John.
1: Good to be here.
0: I'm glad to have you. So I know your bio says a lot, but could you share a little bit more of your story and your path that's brought you here?
1: Yeah, it's pretty well laid out there, but uh, I've always been a problem solver, an efficiency junkie. Don't try to. And I see something wrong. I see injustice. I go in there and get involved with it. And uh, so, always been a great problem solver and setting the stage to help people solve their own problems. And working with engineers, a lot of them are young engineers. They had the same problem I did was uh, just not creative enough, not good problem solvers, and not communicating well. So every project I tended to do tended to deliver a lot more than was expected of the project. So, I made many people millions of dollars and finally learned I should have my own company, not working for other people. But the magic part was that Master Key program to learn that, you know, engineer, very left brained. All of a sudden, I saw there was more to uh, who I was and to uh, how we can evolve. And at the same time, I saw there was more opportunity in all the projects we can do, the opportunities. So, I started working more towards uh, my own projects. And I've always said I'm a, I'm a full-time job. So, uh, you know, I try to work with myself and how I can be more effective, more efficient, more creative, and uh, communicate it more effectively. And uh, in the end, what we do is we teach what we want to learn. So do, uh, doing workshops, uh, someone showed me how to put it online. I shut down all my workshops. I've been online for 20 years now.
0: Yeah. So you were online before it became super popular to be online with all your courses and everything.
1: I was doing internet before the word was invented.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what does healing with creativity mean to you?
1: Um, A lot. I think each of them are two big topics. So we look at healing, we can heal physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, artistically, Uh, with others, with energy, in groups. You know, there's so many dimensions to healing, and we are uh, that massive onion that we continuously have to peel off the different layers. And uh, at the same time, with uh, creativity. You know, um, our our site's all about awareness. So we uh, have a journey of awareness, right from uh, being totally unaware, moving into our basic five senses, Maybe into energy work, emotions, and we may be working more with thoughts and ideas and ideals. Then it can move into questions or answers and imagination, or into artistry, into concepts and the abstract. Then it can move more to the dreams, intuition, finally into uh, creativity and awareness manifesting itself. Mm-hmm. So it almost happens before you even. Become creative. So, those are kind of it's a major journey in healing and a major journey in creativity and awareness.
0: Mm-hmm. So how
1: they come together is the real key using the right tools at the right time for the right reason, for that right level of consciousness.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And do you think there's a driving force that inspires you?
1: Uh, too many of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Could you share uh, one with us?
1: Uh, My main driving force uh, is I love looking back at cause and effect. So why did something happen? Why did I have this encounter? Why did I have this little synchronicity? And to see where that came from. Now it in my thinking or some part of the bigger picture. So it's uh, always that cause and effect. And uh, I'm always looking at, uh, probably the number one thing is healing. All of us are our own worst enemies. So I sent you an image. I wonder if we can put up that an image and I can just show you uh, what really healing means to me and uh, the driving force behind it. See how good you are with your technology.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. There we go. Now uh, Let's make this a bit bigger.
1: So this is a, a, a model of life, a very simple one. And it's a A-shaped a model. So the very top is our conscious mind. And forever, people are saying, oh, the conscious mind is Ben-Hur with 200 horses on his chariot, but only one is doing the work. Or it's a quarter in the size of a football field. Or 90% of 99%, what we do think and say is unconscious. So really, our conscious mind, we're so conditioned, uh, is a very small part. We, We do not be in the now and awake throughout our day even though we think we are. And then if you slide down the image, please, Larissa, and you we say, well, what is the potential out there of the super conscious? So we have uh, our, our soul, our uniqueness, our purpose, the love, beauty, joy, the abundance, the, uh, our intuition, synchronicities, uh, uh, all these things that plus other people so we can connect with other people and other souls and miracles. So there's a, a lot out there available to us. But if we just slide back a little bit, we'll see what happens. It's all filtered through the subconscious mind. This is the layers of the onion, And I got a list of over 200 of these separators of our conscious mind, that separate us from the purest of beauty, the magnificence of life that is there. So, and a lot of these are just... uh, And if I went through this list with most people, They would find 50 different things, at least, how they separate themselves from soul. It's even in our basic language of if, should, could, would, maybe. Um, It could be our defenses, our conditioning, our limiting beliefs, our self-sabotaging behaviors. Uh, So often we're victims of so many things. Uh, Projections, if we don't handle it internally, we project it externally and become a victim of it. So we have so many different ways of uh, separating ourselves from all this magic that's out there. And so I feel now life is mostly about is healing. So once you heal and allow all this uh, pureness and beauty through us, make this subconscious more transparent, we become our authentic selves. Our soul, we become soul, become that who we really are, that love energy, the wisdom, uh, all that moves through us more efficiently. So with key is uh, I'm key is healing these distortions blocks that, that exist.
0: So that's, that sounds so like... Yeah, great idea. How how would Simple. you go about doing that? <laughs> right, like, how do you, like <laughs>
1: Well, we join the summit and check out all these creativity methods.
0: There we go. That's There's definitely that. one of them.
1: <laughs> that's what it's about now is how to, well, number one is know yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is know your blocks, know your defenses, know how you sabotage yourself. And in my programs, I re- highly recommend people create a I call the healing hot list now how are you your own worst enemy now how do you shut yourself down what's your self-talk that keeps you separated uh, from uh, who you want to be mm-hmm. you no know, i catch myself sometimes saying well if or when well all this is available now what's this if and when and setting a precedence
0: and uh,
1: setting conditions on all this beauty this year right now right so it's a uh, there's And then there's many ways, and we'll probably talk about a few of them, but number one is knowing yourself. just the fact of knowing is halfway to healing. There Very is good. the energy release that wow, I know it, I have something to work on i'm uh, it's not repressed it's um, it's there it's for not me
0: all the other person, some of it might be me <laughs> yeah balls
1: in my court
0: <laughs> yeah. i'm the only one who can fix me, yeah. That's so true. Okay, so um would you say there's a past pain that's informed your life purpose?
1: Um, yeah, probably the, the one I relate to most is uh, uh just uh, psychosomatics. Thank goodness we you know we get all this you know, love's there all the time and wants to come through us, but we defend and we're not worthy and so many things. So uh, and if we don't pick it up intuitively. We don't pick it up through different thoughts. We don't pick it up emotionally through other struggles we've had. Uh, we get to feel it physically. So I think there's a downshift of this energy uh, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and then we experience in our bodies. So psychosomatics is how does that, how does anything happen to us and what meaning can we give it? So I often, if I get an owie or a zit or a a sore arm or something, if it's on the left side, I know it's hooked to my creative side. If it's on my right side, it's hooked more to my doing this or logical side. So I can, when I get anything wrong or a little sore somewhere, I immediately do a psychosomatic and look at it. And there's a few good books out there that are very good about really letting you understand your thought processes Mm -hmm. and your projections that are, uh, you're not handling and that are coming out physically. So that's probably my main one is just this uh, procrastination.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I find I, that knowing you the short while that I've known you, procrastination does not seem like something to me that you do, but we all do it in different ways, right? Like you're always just so busy <laughs> thinking, 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 and, Maybe it's the procrastinating and doing. I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I'm getting on top of it more and more because when you're a workaholic perfectionist, <laughs> a lot of things get procrastinated.
0: That's true, I
1: guess. Uh, a big one I'm working on now because I'm doing more with my website is uh, you know, a, a fear of power. You know, I used to have 200,000 email addresses. so When I put out a Uh, newsletter or promotion just almost fear comes over me and I've got to really breathe into it and move that energy from that stuck energy from the third chakra up to the expression of the throat chakra so from lower mind to higher mind so I have to you know work on that and breathe into that to kind of relieve the the tension as I poke that button.
0: It's so true because you know you wouldn't think that um, being successful would be come with everything that it comes with. And as you grow into the next level, especially as when you're an entrepreneur, when you grow into the next level, I've found that it brings in a whole new set of things that you now have to deal with. And it's like, oh, where did this come? What, what, what stories are these about? And, and working through all of those.
1: Well, one of the things I'm looking at is more video. Mm-hmm. And I've been procrastinating that and dabbling around in it. Then you give me a call saying we're going to do a little uh, webinar thing. Well, (laughs) I wasn't ready. I was in inertia, so a little pain comes up there. So thank you for maybe helping me get my first video. There
0: we go. That's what I'm here for, to help others. (laughs) It's true. So what would you say is your favorite creative healing modality for yourself?
1: Uh, Definitely journaling. Mm-hmm. So I'm an avid journaler from all different types of perspectives. I love asking myself questions. And that's how intuition comes to me often. Is I go blank page, uh, what questions should I ask for? Mm-hmm. And then down comes the questions and I can work on the answer. So that's a a common one I have. And probably the biggest one is just stop and be aware. Stop and be conscious. Stop and be in the now. So in doing that, I uh, tend to do more attunements, so like, uh, okay, what do I want to think about, identify with, and I go in and almost become it, and then that uh, uh, gives me insights. Right. Uh, also, if there's any uh, healing energetics I want to do, I would uh, some dialogue with it, so the more I talk to it, and it talks back to me and we create a conversation, that's quite powerful. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, And then part of that attunement process is I would, what energy do I want to experience in the healing? So I would bring that and experience it, the feeling of it, and just amplify it up, amplify it up big as I can, and then radiate it to others. So the more I give to others, the more there's a channel coming back to me. So I got to give to get. And uh, and really, it's identifying with, uh, for half my life, I was very good identifying with the. uh, the thought process around it. But more and more for the last 20 years, it's been working more on the feeling aspect of it. And uh, still got a lot of ways to go, but I can start to more and more feel it and understand it. And uh, and then radiate that, that uh, high-level emotion.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting that you're, you know, we, a lot of us, as we work through um, different aspects or different, patterns or griefs or blocks or whatever it is the knowing comes long before the feeling right yeah. so you know that there's an issue or you know that there's a block but really looking at it oh, mm-hmm. i don't know about that right so then you have to work up to that yeah. so yeah
1: you're struggling with am i audio visual kinesthetic no yeah. well, i am a knowingness guy so <laughs> you're right it's hard to say if i'm visual or uh Audio
0: yeah, yeah. Just to to feel through it, though. So, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment to date?
1: Oh, well, in my career, I had lots of good ones. A lot of projects. Seems like, and I'm going through it right now. Is every four years, on my birthday, which is coming up next week, uh, I do a major shift or change. I change jobs three times. Mm-hmm. I did work for four years, change jobs. Decided on January one, change jobs on January 30th. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to, oh yeah, so what have been great things I've done? Uh, so I did a lot of great projects. Um, probably the, the most powerful one was teaching. I had a few almost out of body experiences, just teaching and holding the energy for other people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, doing the journaling workshop, and have people say, "Wow, I didn't know I can do that. Where'd that come from?" So they get their you know, major insights just in a little workshop. yeah, so uh, that is probably uh, um, uh, it's probably one of the major things for me, just that uh, whole aspect of journaling,
0: yeah. And just when you mentioned, you know, when other people get those aha moments, those are the ones that make me keep doing what I'm doing. Right. So I totally understand that. That to me is a huge accomplishment. If I can, you know, have somebody else have a breakthrough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. So if you could change one aspect of our society through your work, what would it be?
1: I I journal on this every single day is what's my message to the universe. And, uh, most of the time, it comes down to two things. One is stop and pay attention. Now, people have stop, get off the roller coaster, and just pay attention. Because when you pay attention in the now, that's the only time uh, soul, higher guidance, intuition, love come in. Mm-hmm. So stop and pay attention, and uh, ideally write something down. I recommend a little recipe card to stop just for one minute, write something on a recipe card. So that, that's one thing, just the uh, people stopping and paying attention. And the, the big part of that is soul's always there 24-7. And just stop, be aware, and be touched by it. It's there guiding you. It's there all the
0: time. So what inspirational advice would you give to someone who is struggling?
1: Um, I have a sense of, uh, there's a great song about I'll just hold the blanket around you. So it's, it's just being there with them, for them. And also letting them know that struggles they got, they can handle. We don't get more than we can handle. We get them for a reason. And it's a matter of just stepping back and being very gentle with it, releasing. That's what awareness is one of the best healing tools because you can just um, be with it, let it go, surrender to it, watch it do its movement, let it, and just uh, baby it. the other one is probably ask. Uh, I used to follow Mark Victor Hansen when he did everything on cassettes a long time ago. And every cassette finished with, if he left one message for anyone, it is ask, 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 ask. And we don't do enough asking or praying, or, but continuously do the asking and that tension of asking and the resistance to it opens up and we can get answers.
0: Mm-hmm. And for me I know it's a matter of asking in the right way or not the right way but the right person or spirit or guide or um you know who who do I need to ask this question of? And usually it's the universe, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's actually a person or sometimes it's actually, you know, some something else. But asking, yeah, is is huge. It's huge. Yeah. So, do you have an inspirational quote that sums up your life journey?
1: Oh, I'm, we're known for collecting quotes, so we have lots of them. But I got one on the wall that I, I have all the time. It's "Nurture great thoughts, for you will never go higher than your thoughts." By Benjamin Disraeli. So that's why it's good to read material, take you know, summits like yours, and to. Uh, Keep the mind expanding because you can never go higher than where your, uh, your mind is stuck.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, my other one that I laugh at often is uh, you are as big as the smallest thing that makes you angry. So I keep writing my pet peeves and say, okay, well, where's this pet <laughs> peeve coming from? What about it do I not like myself? How is it a projection? Because uh, lots of ways to dissect it. Mm -hmm. some another way I am blocking my full experience of soul and being soul.
0: yeah yeah just that comment you made it's just like being aware that when things annoy us or bother us or people or things or whatever is actually a reflection of something and I don't think a lot of people understand that right so it's something to look at internally more so than externally Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So is there anything else that we maybe didn't touch on today that you would like to discuss or let our listeners know about? Um, no, just
1: a big one that makes shifts for me is be soul now. So I have to understand soul and uh, what it is and uh, how it works for me. And the other one is now. So when we run into problems right now, or we're triggered in that pyramid. So we go into a defense uh, it, it needs resolution now because the soul is fresh and new and different and growing and cyclical that when it happens now, the cause and the cure are there, they're both there and it's demanding attention now as uh, you know, everything's evolving and so much faster. Now you're going to get another button pushed. So yeah, when it comes up, have you and that's probably the biggest thing is not having that hot healing list of what to heal but know your top two or three healing methods that you can quickly uh, go through process and heal. And 80% of our lives, even very aware people, it's still about healing and how do we become more whole, more complete, more transparent through that subconscious. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, then you'll hit the you know, multi-lifetime ego <laughs> So, And to me, the ego is so smart when I learn something, the ego takes uh, owns it. Takes over and owns it. So okay, good. Now I'm now it has its control, has its control. I'm on a leash all the time, only goes so far, and then I can go and learn something, but it'll take credit for it. So it's uh, really hard to discern and discriminate what is this really smart ego personality thing and really who you yes it's who you are.
0: I want to thank you so much for being here. And to our listeners, we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days. Thanks for watching.
1: Okay. Thank you, Larissa.